Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Do you ever wonder where all your money went, like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight is Donald Trump warns of death and destruction. If he's indicted, we're learning new details about a death threat sent to the prosecutor investigating him. Here are tonight's top headlines. The Manhattan district attorney was stepped up security tonight. White powder and a letter sent to his office. The substance was found to be non-toxic. We're going to have a rough 24 hours here. The tornado threat in the south. A massive storm system brings flash flooding, hail, and dangerous winds to millions of Americans. Numerous strong and long-track tornadoes are possible in Arkansas, Mississippi, and Louisiana. The United States has carried out retaliatory strikes in Syrian territory after a drone attack in the country killed a U.S. contractor. Five American troops and another contractor were wounded. Be prepared for us to act forcefully, protect our people. Gwyneth Paltrow takes the stand after a ski collision. Tonight, the mystery of missing footage of the crash. I was skied directly into by Mr. Sanderson. Excel Energy said it discovered a new small leak of water contaminated with tritium. It can't penetrate your skin. The cause of the leak has not yet been determined. Honey. Not many people get to return to the scene of their death. What does that feel like when all is said and done and you've saved a life? It's honestly one of the best feelings in the world. Good to see you. I love you, man. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. We want to begin with growing concerns about violence as Donald Trump is using increasingly ominous and threatening rhetoric as his legal challenges mount. 
The top Democrat in the House warning the former president will get someone killed. This comes as an envelope with white powder and a note that read, I'm going to kill you, was sent to Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office today. CBS News has learned that security has been stepped up for Bragg over the last few weeks. And just days ago, the New York City courthouse, where a grand jury is deciding Trump's fate, was temporarily shut down because of bomb threats. Meanwhile, today, big developments in that probe by a special counsel, a federal judge ordering some of Trump's closest personal, political and national security aides to testify before a different grand jury probing the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. That includes former chief of staff Mark Meadows. CBS's Robert Costa is going to start us off with new reporting. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Nora. Backlash today to the former president's explosive comments about that ongoing investigation in New York days before a possible decision on an indictment of Trump. The twice impeached former president's rhetoric uh, is reckless, reprehensible and irresponsible. House Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries sounding the alarm today after former President Trump warned that death and destruction is possible if he's indicted. It's dangerous. And if he keeps it up, he's going to get someone killed. Trump also reposted an ominous altered image where he is holding a baseball bat next to an image of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, who has one of his hands raised. Bragg, who now has increased security, received a death threat today at his New York office. A letter addressed to him with a note inside saying, Alvin, I'm going to kill you. It contained a small amount of white powder, but was determined to be non-hazardous. Meanwhile, Trump's legal challenges in Washington are mounting. A federal judge ordered several of his former top aides to testify about his conduct before and during the January 6th Capitol attack, including former chief of staff Mark Meadows. This came as the special counsel probing Trump's handling of classified documents heard testimony today from Trump lawyer Evan Corcoran, who prosecutors believe may have been misled by Trump about the retention of those documents. President Trump's counsel, Evan Corcoran, probably represents the most profound uh, threat to his potential indictment. Robert joins us now. So this is a lot to talk about. But do you think that at the end of the day, Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, will end up testifying? It's very possible. Sources close to Trump's legal team tell us they will try to appeal this decision, but ultimately due to timing issues with the grand jury, we could see Meadows and many other top officials testify in this high profile case. This all comes before Trump heads Saturday to Waco, Texas for a campaign rally. As we all know, that's 30 years ago where there was a deadly showdown between federal agents and an extremist group. Robert Costa, thank you very much. There's some breaking news tonight. CBS News has learned there have been three more attacks on American bases from Iran-backed forces since retaliatory airstrikes overnight. It all started when a suspected Iranian drone hit and killed an American and wounded at least six others. CBS's David Martin reports tonight from the Pentagon. The aftermath of a strike by American jets against what U.S. officials called the headquarters of the Iranian-backed Islamic Revolutionary Guards in eastern Syria. The pilots observed a secondary explosion, a sign they also hit an ammo dump. Be prepared for us to act forcefully, protect our people. That's exactly what happened last night. President Biden ordered the strike Thursday as he flew to Canada aboard Air Force One after a drone hit an American base in northeastern Syria. At the time, the air defense system surrounding the base was not in full operation. 
and military officials are now investigating whether that is why the drone got through. We are very confident that based on the forensics, based on the intelligence analysis that we've done, that it was of Iranian origin. There are still about 900 American troops in Syria working with local fighters to go after remnants of the ISIS terror network. But that has exposed them to attacks by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards. They're clearly uh, trying to run us out of Syria, at the very least. The commander of U.S. forces in the Middle East tallied up the attacks since the start of the Biden administration. There has been a number since uh, 1 January 2021. Uh, The number is about 78 times that we have been attacked. Iranian drones are also being used by Russia against Ukraine, one of several potential flashpoints between the U.S. and Iran. U.S. officials say Iran is only months away from being able to field a nuclear weapon. But Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley testified this week the U.S. has plans to prevent that. And we, the United States military, have developed multiple options for our national leadership to consider if or when Iran ever decides to develop an actual nuclear weapon. It's not clear whether the government of Iran directly orders these attacks on American bases or just encourages them. Either way, U.S. officials say Iran is responsible. Nora? David Martin at the Pentagon, thank you. Turning now to the weather, more than 30 million Americans from the lower Mississippi Valley to the Ohio Valley are under severe weather threats or flood watches, with powerful tornadoes expected through the night across the Deep South. CBS's Omar Villafranca reports tonight from Greenville, Mississippi. In southern Missouri, flash floods overflowed the Finley River overnight, leaving this park underwater. About 60 miles away, two people were killed when their vehicle was swept away. At least two tornadoes tore through North Texas this morning with 100 mile per hour winds. Eric Huntley dug through what was left of his home. As soon as I got the alert, I I went to go look outside and then I heard the moan and I'll never forget that sound. Heavy rain and hail grounded planes for several hours at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport delaying more than 900 flights today. This is part of the same storm system that spawned several rare tornadoes near Los Angeles on Wednesday. Main damage is to the roof, and then, of course, now the, and the water. And then the main thing is that we were out of business for several, probably three, four months. Here in Mississippi, NOAA meteorologists launched a weather balloon ahead of what's expected to be a rough night. Everything seems to be coming together in this location this evening uh, for a potential uh, outbreak of severe weather. A tornado watch was just issued for parts of Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Louisiana. And this area has seen its fair share of severe weather so far this year, and it's not even peak tornado season. Nora? Omar Franca, thank you so much for your reporting. Well, for more on where the storms are headed tonight and through the weekend, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis with our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nor good evening. We anticipate tornadoes and extreme winds to rake across the south the remainder of the night. The target zone, the Mississippi River Valley. Intense storms could last well through the night, well after time people go to bed tonight. Memphis, Paducah, Nashville, Jackson, Birmingham, all risk cities, and a very intense line that comes to Atlanta in the morning. All those storms could even be there in the afternoon along the southeast coast. In addition to that, there's also a flood risk with a lot of rain for us here. So a large area about a thousand miles long could see high water over 
over the next 24 hours. We also know there's always another system. There's going to be a large system across the west that hits us again in California that eventually then north leads to a severe weather risk late next week across the southern plains, including Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas. Mike, thank you. Now to some breaking news. An explosive three-alarm fire erupted just a short time ago at a candy factory in West Reading, Pennsylvania. That's about 60 miles northwest of Philadelphia. This is happening at the R.M. Palmer Candy Company, which makes chocolate Easter bunnies, among other sweets. There's no word yet of any injuries or what caused this fire. We've also got this breaking news coming in now from Southern California. The Riverside County Sheriff's Department is investigating a deadly helicopter crash that happened this afternoon. Two people were killed. Police have not released their names. There was a dramatic moment inside a Utah courtroom this afternoon. Actress Gwyneth Paltrow took the witness stand to defend herself over claims that she recklessly crashed into a man while skiing at a resort in 2016, causing serious injuries. CBS's Carter Evans has more. We'd like to call Gwyneth Paltrow. Today, Oscar-winning actress Gwyneth Paltrow was grilled on the stand. I didn't engage in risky behavior. I I wouldn't with my children there or without my children there. She's facing a $300,000 lawsuit after a collision on the slopes while skiing with her family in Park City, Utah. I can still watch my children ski and be skied directly into my back by someone. But 76-year-old retired optometrist Terry Sanderson says Paltrow slammed into him while skiing back in 2016, causing life-altering injuries. Gwyneth Paltrow's neglect, her choices, and her conscious disregard for other people on the mountain all combined together to cause Terry Sanderson to suffer. Well, who ran into who? And he says, did you, or you ran into me? And Gwyneth's like, no. You ran square right into me. Shortly after the collision, Sanderson sent this email to his daughter saying, I'm famous. At what cost? And there was a discussion about the incident being caught on a GoPro camera. It's nowhere to be found. You skied directly into my effing back and he said, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Paltrow's countersuing for $1 and legal fees. I think both parties are looking for some sort of personal vindication. Uh, It's clearly not about the money. It's costing far more to litigate this case than is actually at stake. Now, Paltrow's two kids, Apple and Moses, were with her the day of the accident. Apparently, Moses was right next to her. He was nine years old at the time. And he could be called to testify when the trial resumes next week. Nora. Carter Evans, thank you. Well, now to a CBS News exclusive. The husband of an Alabama woman who was found dead in what appeared to be a suicide in 2017 is speaking out for the first time. Investigators discovered that the gun found at the scene was in her non-dominant hand and she was shot twice. That's when her husband came under scrutiny. CBS's David Begno has the story in a 48 Hours preview. It was the night of May 2nd, 2017, when 37-year-old Jason Crawford called 911 from outside of his home in Coleman, Alabama. Tell me exactly what's going on. Why is it shot? Body camera footage shows what sheriff's deputies found when they first arrived on scene. Jason's wife, 32-year-old Tiffany Crawford, was found dead in the driver's seat of her own van. There was a gun in her left hand. 
To at least one of the deputies on the scene, it appeared as though it was a suicide. But once investigators dug deeper, that theory started to crumble, and Jason had some tough questions to answer. To believe that she did it to herself, you have to believe she used her non-dominant hand. Very impulsive. And then shot herself twice. Yes. Most suicides don't involve two shots. Yes. Most, not all. Tiffany's death was ruled a homicide, but Jason insists he is innocent. Did anything about your relationship with Tiffany lead you to believe that she was suicidal? Not at the time. Looking back, just seeing how depressed she actually was and reading some of her journal makes me think she was hiding a lot of stuff. You can see the full report on 48 Hours tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, right here on CBS. A nuclear plant in Minnesota is forced to shut down after another radioactive water leak. We've got the details next. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great-tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. When you get HubSpot Sales Hub, it's like getting a new teammate. An efficient, organized, helpful teammate who's also super easy to work with. The kind of teammate who reduces everyone else's busy work with a new prospecting workspace. A teammate who keeps the entire team focused and on track with easy-to-use deal management tools. A teammate who won't jockey for your promotion or microwave leftover shrimp scampi in the break room. Learn how you can close deals faster and crush your revenue goals with Sales Hub at HubSpot.com sales. Tonight, a new leak at a nuclear power plant in Minnesota is causing concerns. XL Energy says its plant northwest of Minneapolis is again leaking radioactive water. This comes a week after the public learned of a 400,000-gallon radioactive leak in November. The facility was powered down today so crews could begin making permanent repairs. The company says there's no danger to the public or the nearby Mississippi River. Tonight, officials in Maryland are investigating a fiery crash involving a tanker truck loaded with diesel fuel. The driver was rushed to a trauma center in Baltimore with serious injuries. Investigators say there's no environmental threat from the crash. NFL legend Tom Brady is making big news in the basketball world. That story is next. Two months after throwing his last NFL touchdown, Tom Brady landed a new gig in a new sport. The seven-time Super Bowl champion quarterback is now a part owner of the WNBA's Las Vegas Aces. In a statement, Brady says his love for women's sports started when he was a kid, going to his older sister's games, adding they were by far the best athletes in our house. Tonight, the northern lights are putting on a rare glow show in the skies over the U.S. This morning, people in more than half a dozen states could see a dazzling display of the Aurora Borealis. Scientists say the sun had one of the strongest geomagnetic storms in years, with eruptions releasing energy particles that collided with Earth's atmosphere, causing those spectacular green and purple glows. Beautiful. All right, On the Road is next with the basketball game where the outcome took a backseat to real life. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finally tonight, CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road to catch up with the basketball referee and the player who made the greatest assist of his life. Not many people get to return to the scene of their death. But as we first reported last summer, John Scully of Rochester, New York, stepped back into the gym where his time expired. That's the last thing I saw right there, 246. Do you recognize this at all? John is a basketball referee. (laughs) They cut it, right? It's my jersey. Back in June, John was officiating a semi-pro game between the Jamestown Jackals and Toledo Glass City. That's him on the near side, seconds before his heart attack. The deadliest kind of heart attack, called a widowmaker. Doctors told John's fiance Donna, almost no one survives it. Yeah, 1% of the population, and he's that 1%. I was in the right place at the right time. I mean, that's why I'm here. Within seconds, a Toledo player named Miles Copeland rushed to his side and started doing CPR. I've never witnessed uh, someone just collapse, but uh, I knew what had to be done. Turns out the Toledo forward is also a Toledo firefighter, a brand new one. At the time, just a year out of the academy. What does that feel like when all is said and done and you've saved a life? It's honestly one of the best feelings in the world. Few moments will ever come close, except maybe. Oh my God. This one. We invited Miles to stop by the gym. It was their first meeting. I love you, man. You know I love you. (laughs) After quadruple bypass surgery, John said he was feeling much better and hoped to get back on the court someday. Well, it's been eight months since we first told this story. And number 110 is back in business. He has refed almost 50 games so far this season and appears none the worse for wear. All thanks to Miles Copeland, Love you too, man. who made the ultimate Cinderella story come true. Steve Hartman, on the road, in Jamestown, New York. I'd call that a slam dunk of a feel-good story. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night, and have a great weekend. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.